and today I get to hang out with Clive Richardson, owner, coffee roaster, correct, here up in Calistoga at Calistoga Roastery, Done. which I have to apologize again for calling it the other word when we talked that first time. That's okay. Clive, say hi. Hello, Clive. Okay. So, um, like I said, he's the owner, and I'm just hanging out, and we're for my podcast. So, do you, I tell you what my podcast is about? Nope. Okay. So, Meet Me for Coffee podcast is started out with, um, I was bored. <laughs> That's how things start. I was bored, and I would meet people for coffee all the time. My kids are in school, and I would watch people, and they're on their phones, even though they're meeting people. I'm like, oh. But I was meeting people to chit-chat with them without phones. I'm like, I'm just going to do a podcast with me chatting with people. So that's what it is. I like it. And then a lot of it, too, is to support the local coffee shops coffee roasters, um, you'll never see me at a big, well-known, all-over-the-world place. <laughs> we're, so we're, I always, we're never going to expand to all over the world, so that's good. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I won't be in anywhere where it's green with a mermaid. <laughs> there you go. And so, so, Clive, tell me about yourself. Why coffee? How coffee? Where are you from? <laughs> Born in the south coast of England, a uh, town called Goring by Sea, which is nine miles from Brighton, which is probably the closest big town that you'll know of. Um, went to, left England to go to Australia when I was 20. Was in Australia for three years. Left Australia, came to San Francisco. While I was in Australia, I got uh, working in an Italian coffee house in Fremantle, Perth was my introduction to coffee, which I really got uh, hooked into the whole ideology of coffee and the way of life around coffee. In it's the, big there, huh, in coffee Australia? Is, coffee is big. Um, it was an Italian community in Fremantle, which was, uh, people I worked with were all Italian. Um, I was the only English speaking, or <laughs> first language English speaking. Um, all Italians bought their suits in from Milan, wore uh-huh. suits behind the counter, which I could not believe. I was in shorts and t-shirt and got filthy every day. Um, <laughs> they managed to work serving coffee and ice cream and sandwiches without getting a drop on them. How um, did they do that? I'm not sure how they did it. They were a lot better than I was. <laughs> um, that was my introduction to coffee. I loved the whole concept of it. Um, the way of life, just the, the way they... Just the, it was a cultural thing, not just to get me going and jack, jack me up coffee kind of idea. And I came to San Francisco, and the first job I applied for was with a company in San Francisco that had a tiny storefront in downtown San Francisco. Um, it was 35 square feet, which was five by seven. It was a janitor's closet. Whoa. Um, and we served, we actually got to the point where after a couple of years, we were serving 900 people a day. In a little closet. Um, 35, it was a janitor's closet, and we served 900 people a day. And, uh, That's amazing. It was quite amazing. Then we uh, went from there. We had uh, the next location was slightly bigger than the third location was another closet. But that was actually a huge closet. It was 65 square feet. Um, and so two janitor closets. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> so that was our niche. and then we, So we were the first walk-up, walk-away coffee bar in San Francisco. Uh, what was that called? Pasqua. Pasqua. 
and that was a company that I worked for for six and a half years. We opened up, I opened up 18 stores, and then I went to LA with them and opened up stores in LA, and then I switched over to the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf and ran 36 Coffee Bean and Tea Leaves in Southern California. Yes. And then I came up to Calistoga 25 years ago and opened up in Calistoga. And uh, here I remain. And here you remain. 25 years ago. 25 years, and I'm still only 35 years old. Yes. Amazing. I was telling him earlier, <laughs> right before we got on, you look a lot younger than I A lot younger than 35 is what you mean to say. Yes. yes, yes, you look like you're yes. in like late 20s. And amazingly with a 30-year-old son. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what coffee will do for you. <laughs> right. Um, coffee bean and tea leaf, though, they are own. I don't see them. They're Southern California. Down south. Well, they, there was one. There is there was one, one There's one on Fillmore in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. But I think that's closed since then. But they uh, were a Southern California outfit. They had 36 outlets when I ran them. And then they got bought out by a Hong Kong group, Singapore group. Uh -huh. uh, and then they've gone to, I think, the th second or third largest company, coffee company now. Yeah. And they're in Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, and all over Asia. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just saw them. I thought about stopping in their mall. Hmm. Yeah. Are they considered, I don't know. Well, I ended up going they're, to a little they're a big. They're a big guy. Yeah. I appreciate your idea of supporting the locals. The yeah. other thing you have to, but a lot of time, locals don't deserve to be supported. Um, just because a local doesn't make them good and doesn't make them focus on what they're doing. Yes. So, so I think part of that is that the locals have to pull the straps up and bootstraps up. Um, I was in LA when Starbucks came into LA, um, mm -hmm. and they basically, the coffee and tea leaf had been around for, they were the old, oldest original roaster in LA. Uh -huh. So we had 36 locations. Starbucks came in and basically put locations as close as they could to each of the coffee and tea leaves. Right. Because we'd already done the research. Right. Uh, we were worried at the time um, because they came in Beverly Hills, yeah. uh, Tarzana, Sherman Oaks, all these places that we had been established for a long time. Yeah. We were concerned, as it turned out. Uh, once they tried Starbucks, they came back to us and we, our business improved. Yes, so, um, uh, but I have to agree too. Just because they're local doesn't mean they're good. Because right. last week we were going from um, where are we? Santa Cruz down to San Diego. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm gonna try every possible local coffee shop <laughs> wherever we go. It was very disappointing in some of them. I'm like, darn it. Well, a lot, a lot of times people get. It's an interesting business because people yeah. uh, were attracted to the business because it was a big wave of growth. Right. Um, but I, I stand by the fact that uh, you know what you're going to get at Starbucks. I don't think it's great quality. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I, they're just too huge to keep control of the quality. Um, but it's consistent. Yeah. So uh, it's a bit like McDonald's. If you want a burger, is that your choice of your best burger? Not really, but you know what you're going to get. Yeah. So if you just want a burger, that will be fine. But if you want a good burger, you wouldn't go to McDonald's. Right. So I got nothing against the big green machine. Um, I don't like the way they've. My biggest complaint is the sizing. Um, all this small is tall and right. venti. That just drives me nuts. And people get very annoying when they order like that. Uh, Do they come in here? Oh, or, yeah. oh, I have on my cups. I have not tall, not <laughs> not venti because it's, you know it just drives me nuts. But I know. Yeah. Let's be different, people. Yeah. Right. So you came here 25 years ago. And you already knew everything about coffee? Never know everything about anything. Uh, I knew a lot about a coffee. A lot of it. So I, I hadn't roasted, I, I'd worked for 
Pasqua for six and a half years. Uh, we didn't roast our own coffee there. Later on they did. Um, and then Coffee and Tea Leaf roasted their own coffee. So I liked the concept of that and I wanted to come up here um, and establish, uh, I wanted to have the best coffee in the Napa Valley. Um, that was the goal. And I wanted to have a place that would be comfortable for everybody. So originally we started down where the um, sushi bar is at the end of the street, um, the end of Lincoln opposite Indian Springs. So we were there for 13 years, and then 12 years ago I moved here into this location. I like it. And this location just offered a bigger space, center of town. It's and not a janitor's closet. It's not a janitor's closet, no, we got we expanded this. <laughs> so uh, it was good. This, is a, this has proven to be a good space. It allows us to have community tables. The table we're sitting at now, which you can't see because it's a podcast. Right, um, but I'll it, be taking pictures. Oh, there you Scott. go. So it's the table we're sitting at now is called the Table of Knowledge, which is a group of people that get together most days and come yeah. in and uh, shoot the proverbial um, proverbial uh-huh. and uh, discuss uh, got to keep it clean for the radio yeah uh, they discuss all sorts of everything and uh, it's a great group of men and ladies who come in and just sort of become a very um, strong group of friends um, yeah and enjoy the enjoy the environment I would probably hang out here a lot more if I lived in Calistoga if I let you Come on, please. <laughs> please. You have to judge your behavior. <laughs> um, where do you get your beans? So we go to uh, Oakland, to Royal Coffee, which is a, a very, very large green importer. Mm-hmm. Um, we roast down the street on Washington Street, about three blocks away from the location. Uh, we used to do it in-house, but uh, we outgrew the uh, ability to do that. Right. So now we roast down the street. Um, we go to Oakland, pick up... Uh, 15, 20 bags of coffee every couple of weeks. Um, how so do you roast? How do you roast? Coffee. How yes. do you roast coffee? Well, you put it in a roaster. Um, you monitor. Is that? It. It's not a big machine. We roast 25 pounds at a time. Okay. Um, it's uh, so we're a small batch roaster. So we have uh, about 18 different coffees that we roast, and so you either roast as a single varietal, varietal origin, you know, from a country of origin, or Blends where you blend different right. beans together, um, getting different results, darker, lighter, medium roast. So we, we take a sample of the coffee and we just try and find the peak, peak point for that particular coffee. Um, Does so it smell so good? I think it smells great. It smells like money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the smell of coffee. Before I became a pure addict, I do love to taste. Not addict. You're productive. Yes. Before I became super productive, um, just smelling it would make wake me up, and that's all I would do. I'd have a full cup of coffee, just smell. I'm like, oh, I'm awake. But I, now I would love to just drink it. Yeah, I, lo- I, I do love the smell of it. Um, I love the smell of roasted coffee. Unfortunately, we have a catalytic converter on our roaster, which takes away, like on your car, takes away the smell. Oh. Uh, that's a requirement of the uh, EPA. So that's unfortunate because we. Um, EPA. <laughs> so uh, that is uh, a shame, but uh, even so, it's um, one of those things. But it's, I do love the smell of coffee. And we have, you know, as you can see over here, which you can't see on the podcast, but yeah. over here we have uh, coffee blends that we do for restaurants and B&Bs and wineries and custom mm. blends that we put together for people. Who was, uh, where was your first winery that took your coffee? First winery that took our coffee was, um, I would say Chateau Montalena. Where are they? They're on they're on Tubbs Lane. Okay. Um, 
So they're in Calistoga on Tubbs Lane, and they, I think they were the, one of the first accounts we got. Um, we have all up and down the valley. We've got, uh, and then we've got a mail order customers. We've been lucky enough to get some good press over the years. And New York Times did us a very nice article a number of years back. And we have a lot of customers from the East Coast who are still customers. Amazing. Yay. So yeah, we ship coffee all over the country. What do you like best about owning and doing everything in 25 um, years? The amazing people you get to meet. I mean, the great thing about being in a tourist town and a town that is very cosmopolitan like Calistoga is that, I mean, two days ago, Joe Montana walked in. Um, oh. And he's just, he's got a house here locally and uh, he came in and uh, he's just a, another Joe, as you might say. Right. Um, Joe so, having Joe. Yeah, you just don't know uh, who's going to come in. Um, right. A lot of people visiting, you know, you've got a lot of people, actors and actresses and whatever, yeah. coming through Calistoga because of the uh, wine country, obviously, uh, brings a lot of people down. Um, so it's just that you never know who's coming in the door. We have uh, Hall of Fame pitcher, Tom Seaver comes in. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, we have a guy who does these cartoons, who's a very famous local cartoonist out of Santa Rosa, Stefan Pastis, who does Pearls Before Swine. He comes in and writes his uh, cartoon in here. Um, I like that cartoon. Very funny guy. It's and funny. Uh, he comes in and you just, so you never know who you're talking to. So that's a great thing about it. Um, Scott Simon was in finishing his third book in the roastery. Uh, he's a guy from NPR, who you might know. Um, yeah, so you just never know who you're talking to. And that's a great thing about it. You just... Uh, yeah. And Calistoga being a little bit more uh, less uptight than St. Lena and Yonkville. Um, yes. You got a lot a different mix of people and they all look just like regular people. We're yeah. sitting next to a guy, Jeremy here, this guy here, world, oh, world famous, world famous <laughs> aviator. Um, <laughs> has, flown, has flown planes all around the world, actually, in all seriousness. Um, but yeah, you know, never yeah. know who you're talking to. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, Plus, I, got, I bought myself a job. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, and it's still going strong. 25 years, still going strong. Were you, um, are you married? I am, yes. Lovely wife called Robin who works at Spotswood Winery. So and nice winery the whole Sabina. 25 years here, did you meet her here? She stalked me, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> did you hear she, that, Robin, if you listened to she, this? Well, she said it before. She doesn't drink coffee, but she kept coming in. So how can you, how can you judge that? A guy and a coffee, that's true. I guess if my husband drank a lot more coffee and he worked in a coffee shop, I'd probably stalk him. There you go, see, so I was stalked and uh, so we have a lovely... But I converted him. He likes coffee. Uh, my wife still doesn't like coffee. Um, when I met her, um, I didn't drink wine and she didn't drink coffee. Now she drinks a little bit of coffee and a mocha and I drink wine because she drove me to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, read, I read a quick um, blurb. I didn't read the whole article. You guys are celebrating. 25, 25 years, years, July the 3rd. Yep. July, are you guys going to do anything? Uh, come to work that day, probably, yeah. Like a big party? No, don't think so. We thought about it, I don't think so. We'll celebrate the uh, 50th. 50th. <laughs> You're going to only look like 35 then. Well, that's true, but it's all right. Um, you could celebrate at 50. Yeah, still I think, uh, yeah, we'll do, we may do, I don't know, we haven't decided yet. I don't think we're going to do any major. 25, you should have, like, I'm not the best marketing person. You might lose money, but just a thought. You should have, like, the first 25 people get free coffee. 
I think, I think if we did anything, we'd want to involve the people that have helped us for 25 years. Yeah. So we, you know, we, we've thought about it. We might do, maybe we'll celebrate 30 years. How's that? All right. That's another. You, you have another five years to think there you about go. it. There you go. <laughs> do you, um, what's your day like? Are you here all day, every day? Typically, I'm here. I mean, I have a business partner called Eva King, who's uh, working as we speak here. Um, the, uh, one of us is here every day. So we're open seven days a week. Um, 11 hours a day, so typically we were, you know, we were here five days. Um, I do the morning, you know, we both come in early in the morning, typically work the morning, and then uh, we're off to uh, the office down the street where we roast, do the paperwork and do all the other background stuff. Right. Um, but one of us here every day. And uh, Is there, uh, so for my passion project, I'm trying to hit all the coffee Roasters or coffee shops locally owned. Um, do you guys have a little community like you actually meet up with no. each other? No. no um, it's an interesting. I, I think there's a lot of. Why common, not? Because oh, we, we do it all day anyway. Right. So it's a bit like um, you can only have so much of it. Um, the uh, there is a you know there is a, a strong connect. There's a connection. I mean, I know that I know people who own the other places over time. You know, right. the Napa Valley Roasting Company. I know them, and I, you know, and you know who's who. Right. You tend to meet meet them over time. Uh, I tend to not to go out to that many coffee houses when I'm out because it's not what I want to do on my days off. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, so I think it, you know, there's a connection to the community, and also the other thing is it's like the wine business. I mean, everybody in the wine business just moves around. Right. Coffee people move around too. Um, and so over the time, after you know, I've been in this business now 36 years, um, so it's amazing just how many people just pop up in a different connection. Um, is Calistoga Roastery the oldest first one in Napa Valley? Who was the first? No, actually, Napa Valley Roasting Company was uh, two years older than us. Two years older. Yeah, they, they've I changed. Still can't get a hold of them. I need to email them again. They're, they um, well, they've changed owners, so I suppose in a, in a way you could say that I was the the longest running individual. Single. Um, individual, yeah. yeah. I could say, you could say that, I think. I don't mean, uh, <laughs> Model Bakery, see, they've been around a long time too. Yeah. So I don't but they don't do. They're, not, they're more food than they are coffee. Yeah. And they don't, they don't roast their own coffee. I think they no, get no, no, Stumped no. Town yeah, no, is yeah. who they get their coffee from. Yeah, so they're not, yeah, not a roaster, you're right. Because yeah. I had considered them to add them because... I think of coffee with them too, not just bakery. Right. But then I'm like, no, there was Stumptown, and Stumptown was bought out by the big boys. Pete or the big boys. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That goes against what I'm trying there to do. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> trying to stick to some sort of principle. There you <laughs> or go. You got some principles. There something. You go. <laughs> there you go. All right. And stuff. So, um, where do you see? What do you? Where do you see? Are you going to retire one day? Uh, when you're 32? <laughs> you know what, I, I enjoy what I do. It's, uh, as I say, I think the biggest pleasure is not knowing who's coming in the door and who you're going to talk to. Right. Uh, I'm not shy, so I do get to know a lot of people. Um, so for that, I think I'll always be involved. I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting thinking 25 years, I never had any intention of being around 25 years later when I started. Right. Um, but now it's morphed into a, you know, it's a very nice environment. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I like living in Calistoga. I don't see moving out of Calistoga. So. Oh, why did you choose Calistoga versus 
Napa proper. Uh, what do you mean Napa proper? This like is, Napa Valley. This is just like the nice, nice end of Napa. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I had a business partner. I've had three business partners over the time of 25 years. My original partner was somebody I worked with at Pasqua. Um, and he had moved up here with his family. And I was in L.A. And he called and said, are you up for opening a coffee house? And I said, yes. So that's how we started. His name was Jack Martin. And then uh, about six years into it, Jack wanted out to do other things. And a fellow called Terry Rich came on board, who was also someone I worked with at Pasqua. Uh And so he came on board. And then 10 years ago, uh, Eva brought Terry out. And then we've been in partnership ever since. So, nice. Yeah, so I just happened to be Calistoga. I had never been to Calistoga prior to coming up here to do the business. So I left LA on a... You lucked out. I did luck out. Back then it was a different town, but it's still a, it's a, yeah. lovely, it's a lovely, quaint place. I feel like it hasn't changed... Well, I've only been here seven years. Okay. Um, going on eight. I feel like Calistoga is a... It hasn't changed very much. It's, it's, it's evolving. A little bit. It's evolving, yeah. but it's it's still a great little spot, and I think it's a nice, for me, it's a, it's a, a very nice place to be from. It's a very small town, 5,000 population. Yeah. Um, you can't, you know, get in the local supermarket without wasting half an hour because everybody... Chit-chatting. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, you know, and I like that aspect. Um, then it obviously bumps up with tourism on the weekends. And the film festival. Film festival brings in people. So I mean, and there's a lot of nice little events that go on. Um, It's a nice community. I mean, this is a real nice community. You know what's my favorite? It's a tractor parade. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's one of our busiest days of the year. Uh, Unbelievable how much attention that gets. Yeah. Are you guys open? Because usually we're on way down there. Yeah, we're open uh, that evening. It's one of our busiest days of the year. It's just incredible. Yeah. I'm gonna try to come this year. Usually we. We've only come twice because it's always that first weekend in December, always, yeah. and that's my husband and my anniversary. So, well, you should bring you up here for a weekend away at Solange. Massage. It's so cool. Nice, so. expensive hotel room. <laughs> Spend some of that money you're hoarding. I know, but you know, I'm. Uh, I grew up in the Bay Area, but I lived in San Diego for 18 years. So when I moved up here. Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold. Um, okay. Sorry. No worries. So yeah. So winter is really cold. Whenever, usually around our anniversary, like you want to go to so San Diego. Oh, well, yes, yes, there I do. <laughs> Where it's not rainy. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> All right. But now we have kids, so we. I try to make an effort and go. Should we go? Should we not? No, nope, we'll go. Maybe this year we'll stay. I don't know. I don't decide until November. There you go. Yeah. And do you have kids? I have one son who's uh, 30 years old, uh, married with a lovely grandson, and he's a firefighter in Sacramento. So no coffee for him here? Most definitely not. He worked for me for a short time and realized that's not a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to keep our father-son relationship, yes, right? <laughs> much wiser that he stay out of the way and, uh, yeah. So maybe your grandson. Maybe the grandson. In 25 years when you're ready to. There you go. He's, when you turn 40. He's just, he's just turned one, so we've got a few years to go. But, uh, <laughs> that's the interesting thing about uh, having a business so long. I've got a lady who's working for me who's worked for me f- since she was 15. She's, oh now, my goodness. she's now 26. Um, so she's now a mother of uh, mother of one. And is that, come back um, I read you're about us. Is that Kathy? 
Kathy or? Well, Kathy's been, she's our yeah. roaster and she's actually, okay. she's actually been with us for, I think Kathy's been with us for about eight years. Uh, Rosie has been with us for, uh, since she was 15. She was quite, she's quite, she was then quite as a mouse and now she can't shut her up. Um, <laughs> did you hear that, Rosie? She, she probably listen. did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's interesting. That, that's one of the things about being around a long time. You see people, you know, 25 years is a long, and then you get ugly people like this fellow outside the window there, Dennis, um, <laughs> who's walking by. Um, the, uh, yeah, so you do get to see people grow up. I mean, yeah. You get, uh, we had a lady come in recently who used to work for me. What I, I lose track of the years, and I'd asked her how college was, and she said, well, actually, I've left college about five years ago. I've got two children, and uh, <laughs> you know, I've actually grown up. And, of course, you go, ah, all right, years have moved on. Yeah. oh, yes. you did? <laughs> I the, thought it was still 2001. <laughs> the, the years move on, so it's kind of a, that is a, a nice part of being around for a long time. Isn't yeah. It? But it does make you feel old when they come in with kids. Yes, I feel that way with my nieces and nephews. Right. I just graduated from college. I'm like, what? Yes. You were only like yeah. three yesterday. Oh, the years go by, yeah. And stuff. Um, cool, but really. Thank you for hanging out with hey, me. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for coming out to see us. Yeah. Ho hopefully more than uh, the two of us will hear this. Yeah, yes. More. I actually, I think I saw that I have 143 people listening. Excellent. You 143 yeah. people out there. <laughs> listen to my dulcet tones. That's wonderful. And then come up when you're in the Napa Valley, make a trek up to Calistoga. Oh, it's worth it. And it's not that bad of a drive. It's beautiful. It's a lovely drive down the Silver Road Trail. Yeah, it's a love. I love it. That's how I came. It had a, there's a lot of... Stay off 29. Yeah, stay off 29. But but the Silverado is having a lot of construction. There's two spots. Hopefully it'll be gone by summer. But, there you go. Um, well, all you 143 people, enjoy. And then go tell another 143 people to there you listen go. There you to go. us. Let's build up this. All right. Yeah. And go support your local coffee shops. Get to know the owners. Find out who they are and just chit-chat with them. There what you go. motivates them. I'm happy to chit-chat. And if you're up here, Come meet Clive. He's always the young seems to be, one. Yeah, the youngest looking <laughs> English dude. There you around. Go. No, we don't have dudes in England. <laughs> we have fellas. Fellas. All right. All right. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.